himself Sophistress again. <laughs> Pardon me, I can never pronounce my own name properly. <laughs> but you can just call me Sos for short. It's been so long since I've seen you, you've probably forgotten how to pronounce it as well. <laughs> the Kukustanis couldn't even pronounce it, and they taught me for years, years, before I went to live with the capuchin monkeys halfway up the mountain. <laughs> but I did come down, didn't I, for you again, my dear initiates. <laughs> here I am, here I am. I did promise I would, though, didn't I? Uh, so I am a little late. I don't. Uh, I don't enjoy being tardy. But um, as you can see from my mirror of infinity behind me, <laughs> I had uh, misplaced my magical slippers, and the magical slippers are very important for any operations that are being performed. So uh, I did have to uh, find them. I had to go back into my magic cupboard <laughs> to find them. Well, Donna's cupboard. But I do tend to come and go from Don Donna's cupboard quite a lot. Um, she doesn't mind. Do you, Donna? <laughs> no, I'm sure she doesn't. She's a little deaf, I think. <laughs> Sometimes she, I think she tries to tune me out, but it's very hard to tune me out, very hard. It's a little breezy here this morning because our, our other friend in the ESQ tarot team <laughs> has broken a window, hasn't he? And if he weren't such a charmer, I would be a little annoyed at the breeze shooting in uh, directly at me. I, I'm afraid I might get an earache out of it, but I can forgive him because he's so charming. I am very partial to charming men. <laughs> and uh, I am going to speak about a charming man today. If you remember, I'm sure you do, new initiates. <laughs> Although I realize new initiates take a lot of training, particularly in the memory department, and retention isn't their forte. Um, I did say I would speak about Mr. Yates. <laughs> and um, Mr. Yates, hello, Brightly. And Mr. Yates, um, had a wonderful magical system himself that I uh, promised I'd tell you about. So at the beginning of this live stream, although I intend to do tarot, at the beginning of it, I shall do a short introductory lecture. And you may consider it, if you wish, the fifth meeting of the Order of the Heart, because I do, of course, have a cult. And uh, if Q comes in, uh, yes, I have just said that I will do uh, tarot readings and I will do a general reading for you. Absolutely. I would be delighted to. It is my forte. You'll be astounded <laughs> at what the cards reveal. <laughs> and we have the mirror of infinity behind us, which uh, will allow you to see the cards from a different perspective. <laughs> Sometimes they look better when you're further away, you know, if you get a bad selection of cards and the reading isn't going well, the further away you stand, the better the reading looks, I find. So I do like to offer people options of these things, you know. Um, however, we will try and induce uh, Q to come in from the garden. He is camping in a tent in the back garden. He had some uh, rather alarming news last night about Donna Emerald who uh, was publicizing her new book online and that rattled him rather. He does have rather bad nerves <laughs> from being in the field of secret agent operative type thing for years, you know, years. 
and um, he the, he jumped out the window and <laughs> neglected to open it first. There is a catch to open it, but he was in a hurry. Uh, so he um, had a bug out bag and leapt out the window, broke it, unfortunately. And uh, he is in the garden out there, and I might induce him to come in and um, put on some coffee for us, maybe, you know, before before the old thing starts. But uh, let's first talk about Mr. Yates. Now, Mr. Yates is a particular friend of mine, and um, I have many friends. Q is only one of my, my more recent friends, but I have friends from several uh, different eras. And although Q has traveled extensively, apparently, uh, being a time traveler as well, I don't know that he's, he's traveled as extensively as I or mingled with um, the same kinds of Illuminati, the kind of Illuminati that I've mingled with tend to be in the literary departments and I feel that his are more in the experimental and perhaps uh, a modern scientific department. I am into the older sciences like uh, Mr. Yates and Mr. Yates had some uh, fairly weird ideas uh, which he got from the theosophists <laughs> and um, we do love a, a little theosophy, don't we? <laughs> you know, we can't really have a cult without in, enjoying a little theosophy in your life. It's also creative, isn't it? And Mr. Yates, being a poet, found it particularly creative. So let's get the ball rolling for anybody who isn't aware of who Mr. Yates is. Um, I think we'll share the screen for this, yes? And uh, I want to read one of his poems, but uh, I can I can share the poem if you like. Uh, my my expression is, is wonderful while I'm reading poetry, of course. But uh, for lower level initiates, you not, might not be able for that level of passion in my reading. So I think I'll just uh, put up the screen for you. It might make life easier. Here we go. And I'm going to bring you to one of my favourite places that I go with Mr Yates, who is dead quite a long time now. Um, this poem was uh, published in 1890. And um, the Lake Isle of Inishfree um, is a wonderful place where himself, uh, his wife, uh, Georgie, and myself often meet up. And we have uh, literary get-togethers, and uh, we read we read each other's poetry by the fire. I don't read I don't write poetry so much myself, um, but I have been known to enjoy a sing song with the Capuchin monkeys, and uh, a very fond of light operator such as the uh, the uh, Pearl Fisher and uh, other selected works of Thomas Moore. <laughs> but uh, Georgie isn't much of a poet either, to be honest with you. Uh, her, po her poetry suffers from being a little long, <laughs> um, you know. Uh, and although she's quite long in the tooth now, having been dead for some time as well, um, Mr. Yates' poetry it, it doesn't tend to go on for so long, which is a definite advantage. And this one is uh, mercifully brief, but it is rather wonderful. And um, 
it does show his interest in theosophy rather because he was of course a member of a cult himself uh, the golden dawn <laughs> cult and uh you know uh it wasn't his cult not like uh, my cult uh, the order of the heart um which when Q comes in, I'll give you a little link to uh, where you can cross my palms with silver for that order. I did have Q and Donna Schilling for that, but I, you know, I think I'll get them on the live stream to show for that. Because uh, although my uh, bicycle, Alice, has almost given up hope of getting a new bicycle bell through donations, since no donations have arrived at all to the cult. I did try to explain to her that it's a hermetic cult and it's so secretive that almost nobody knows about it. And then with the members being hermits, i.e. me, the one member, uh, it's even harder to find out about it. So there is that, you know. Uh, however, in the Lake Isle of Inishfree, you know, Mr. Yates discusses how he likes the hermetic lifestyle as well. Um, you know, even though he's married and he belts around the place with various other um, literary pals and chums and whatnot, uh, and is in all sorts of societies and so on. He does like the hermetic lifestyle. And the, the Lake Isle of Inishfree, it's just a very simple mansion where you can get away from your troubles in life. And uh, he writes about it here, about his lovely mansion. Ahem. The Lake Isle of Inishfree by William Butler Yeats. I will arise and go now, and go to Inishfree, and a small cabin build there of clay and wattles made. Nine bean rows will I have there, a hive for the honeybee, and live alone in the bee-loud glade. And I shall have some peace there, for peace comes dropping slow dropping from the veils of the morning to where the cricket sings. There midnights all a glimmer and noon a purple glow and evening full of the linnet's wings. I will arise and go now for always night and day I hear Lake water lapping with the love sounds by the shore. While I stand on the roadway or in the pavements grey, I hear it in the deep heart's core. So, it's very moving, isn't it? Very moving when I read poetry, certainly. <laughs> But um, Mr. Yates, you see, uh, you know, you might know more about him now than you did five moments ago. Uh, uh, most people actually uh, who don't know about him think his name is Yeats, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, I made an amusing little joke about it, the name of the live stream. You know, it's like that book, isn't it? Yeats, Shoots and Leaves. <laughs> I believe that's a book about punctuation that's rather humorous as well. But uh, 
That wasn't a very humorous poem, was it? And he was a gentleman who took life very seriously. And when I talk to him, uh, he doesn't crack a lot of jokes, you know, when I drop in uh, via Donna Emerald's uh, cabinets. I can go anywhere I want, you see. And uh, Q is very fond of rifling through her cabinets as well, you know. Uh, I think she, Q should come in from the shed now. Excuse me for one moment. I'll just call him in because he can join in the live stream and get some coffee underway for our short lecture before we do some tarot readings. Q, <laughs> I'll just use the Q phone. Excuse me one moment. I realize this is a little rude. Q, Q, are you there, Q? Q, calling tent. Come in, come in, out. Yes, yes, Q. Could you come in, Q? I need you to come in and chill for my cult. Yes, memberships are still very low. And uh, perhaps you could put some coffee on as well, because uh, you were going to come in and um, pinch some breakfast from Donna anyway, weren't you? <laughs> You don't mind, do you, Donna? Tell them to get lost. I'm sorry, Q, don't mind, Donna. She's a little grumpy this morning. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was that I leapt out of that cabinet in her bedroom. <laughs> You'd think she'd be used to people coming through her wardrobe at this stage. It's all magic. That's how magic works, still, you know. I did try to explain when she signed up for the ESQ team that this would happen, yes. You'll be in. Good, good, right. See you momentarily then. Well, she'll, for, she'll my link. She'll my GoFundMe link. Thank you. Thank you. Very appreciative. He's very charming. He really is very Not as charming as Mr. Yates. He's a bit more your basic military model. But he's more of a daring do gentleman, you know, than Mr. Yates. Mr. Yates is kind of the thin um, aesthete type, I'm afraid. <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, they all have their uses, don't they? They all have their uses. <laughs> and I shan't have to get out of my seat to get coffee, which is jolly good. And I see that we have some arrivals here. That's wonderful, darling. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm just uh, getting... Uh, here's Q now. Here's Q now. Shilling the GoFundMe. That's marvellous. That's marvellous. <laughs> you see, he can be very lazy at times. But when the adrenaline is flowing for him, he's uh, much more energetic. And he got such a shock yesterday. <laughs> and it is chillier in here still with the wind whistling in the broken window. But anyway, but anyway. So let's go on. Let's talk a little about um, Mr. Yates. And then we can um, then we can do some tarot readings and have fun and chat. Won't that be wonderful? But uh, you know, the initiates do need a little input. I find um, in these meetings, and uh, I, I, as I say, this is the fifth one now. So if you miss the other four, well, we will be on tour again soon. Uh, I have just come back from a tour, though, so that's why I, you know, didn't turn up for a little while there. We were we were uh, giving lecture tour in Albert's Hall. <laughs> 
not the Albert Hall in London, but in Albert Hall, you can fit uh, several people in there. It's quite commodious, as long as you don't mind being shoved up against Albert, who can be a little bit free with the paws, I find. <laughs> I usually shove a gentleman in between me and Albert, you know, if I know I have to go. But there, you know, the Albert, Albert Hall, and it does have quite good acoustics and everything, so, you know. Um, right, let's head off again um, to uh, see what Mr. Yates, uh, where he got his inspiration from. And Georgie comes into this again. And Georgie was a card because she was a terrible liar, <laughs> I have to say. Well, well, that's, uh, that's, that's not putting it very nicely, really. Uh, she was a sweet thing, but as I say, her poetry was rather overly long. And I'll just remove myself from the live stream for a moment. And we'll head off again um, over here. And uh, Georgie, the missus, when she married Yates, she uh, had a little bit of competition. <laughs> from other women because uh, Yeats had always intended to marry another woman, an Irish revolutionary woman um, of the ascendancy class like myself uh, who was called Maud Gone and Maud uh, did indeed go because she didn't wish to marry Mr Yeats and he stayed rather keen on her for oh, a lifetime. Very admiring of her he was. And uh, he liked a woman in uniform, you see, apart from anything else. I think that did it for him. <laughs> but he also liked feisty women. You know, this is why he's so fond of me. But uh, Georgie was rather feisty herself, but in the intellectual department, she was sneaky, you know. And um, one of the forms of her sneakiness was to keep Mr. Yates's interest in her she told him that uh, she was able to channel spirit um, messages from the other side, <laughs> which, which, of course, you know, many of us uh, theoanthropophical types uh, who, you know, some even who don't have Kukustrani training for years, uh, purport to be able to do, you see. Um, and it was rather dubious whether she was, in fact, able to do this or not. <laughs> she did make a confession to me in the powder room and the third floor of the mansion. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> far be it from me to gossip, darlings, you know. Uh, so um, here is some of the results of that uh, channeling that, that uh, she did. He actually wrote about it. Um, a book called Vision, he wrote about it. But he also had a whole system going that was a order of the Golden Dawn um, about how creativity worked and how the whole world worked, you know. And uh, we saw his poetry there, and his poetry was very inspired by uh, that kind of... Um, um, Theosophical end of things, and uh, you know, on this page you can find out all about uh, automatic writing, but you can also find out about some of his weirder ideas. 
And uh, they are weird ideas which uh, we in, in cults don't find weird at all, but we hope that other people find weird enough uh, to be interested in them, you see, and to turn up and want to know more about a cult, and then to start donating to the cult, turning up for society's meetings, and uh, generally um, making life a lot more fun and enriching it for everybody <laughs> mostly on our side as cult leaders but you know you get the idea and um a lot of modern cults borrow from some of these ideas you see um and you can see uh, information about automatic writing here but what i'm really looking for is uh to give you um an idea about some of his ideas to do with uh, the, not the afterlife, the gyres. I thought the gyres and the gyrations, you see, I do gyrations. I do Jejefian gyrations, and I found this terribly interesting. And it's about the gyrations of the universe, you'll see. Um, and in his examination of the wheel, uh, he explores these gyres, you see, and um, the tinctures are also terribly interesting to look at as well. And um, a lot of poets of the period were into this kind of, um, well, you know, fairly crazy, far out there stuff, you know. So uh, that's a bit of fun reading about it. That, you know, if you wanted to get terribly wacky, you could with this stuff, you see. So let's have a look at the gyres. And it's all very scientific, isn't it? But this is what, um, you see, used to pass as science. <laughs> it's not really what we define as science anymore. But for a poet, you see, um, Yeats did explain that it's creative science. It's creative science is what he's into, you see. So although it says mathematics and geometry on the page, um, it gets very far, fairly far away from that. And it goes into movements of cones. So anybody familiar with chakras there will understand that uh, cones and spirals of energy sort of idea. And then it comes into... Um, People like Robert Flood talking about them and uh, their, uh, well, really, you know, 16th century ideas, really. This is pre-enlightenment stuff. So it's pre-our modern idea of science, you know. But it is very interesting in terms of creativity, you see. So um, I'm going to give you that link. And... Um, Oh, where is my chat gone? I'm not very really good at this, I'm afraid. Let me stop sharing for a moment. I'm still in my folders. I don't want to be in folders. I want to be in comments because I can see all your lovely comments then, you see, and we can chat. So there's the nice link about Mr. Yates <laughs> so that you, you won't have to um call him mr yeats anymore if you did know about him <laughs> you know and uh, you can learn all about his um 
nice, wacky, creative ideas about gyrations and spires and whatnot, and um, energy fields and uh, 16th century alchemists' ideas, mixing it all in. It is very creative, and he does talk in his book of vision about uh, how it is about exploring creativity. And an interesting part of that story is that Georgie got rather sick after 10 years of this, she got rather sick of doing the automatic channeled writing messages from the other side for Mr. Yates and wanted to stop doing them. And Mr. Yates said, no, it's, I love doing them. I love doing them because it, it really opens me up creatively, the messages that you give, you see. So she would have painted herself into a bit of a corner there. <laughs> but the, he, she did manage to wean him off her automatic messages. But she was actually a huge muse for him, despite writing some fairly dreadful poetry herself. Well, I mean, it's a battle of opinion, isn't it? But I didn't think her poetry was good uh, whereas Yeats is pretty darn good his poetry even though he explored wacky ideas he got some great poetry out of it and I would encourage you all to read his poetry so there you are you'll see so that was the fifth uh, meeting of the order of the heart and I'm sure you're terribly grateful <laughs> uh, but you know you can always go fund me if you're that grateful because, uh, you know, although it's a hermetic order, we are accepting new members once they cross our palms with silver at some stage. <laughs>